Hi, I'm Sarah McClintock. And I'm Kinsey Carnell. Welcome to The Social Spectrum. This is where we talk about all the ups and downs of life. From social issues to relationship problems, we got you covered. I'm your favorite host. Welcome Welcome to to The the Social Social Spectrum. Spectrum. Welcome back, folks. Uh, Welcome to The Social Spectrum. Welcome back. This is our failed relationships. Yes, I'm excited to talk about these. Oh my goodness. Which is a little um, ironic since I've been in one relationship and you've been in zero. Zero. Yeah, that's about right. That sounds about right. So they weren't even up on the water and they sunk already. <laughs> yeah, my ships don't sail very far. But we do have stories, I think, of just like relationships in general. Not yeah. that they were relationships necessarily, but... Um, Close enough. They existed at one point. That's for sure. That's like, great. I have an embarrassing story with Kinsey, if you'd like to start mm. off with that. My favorite segment, actually. <laughs> so uh, embarrassing story time with Kinsey. So in, what was this? It was like sixth grade. So 12-year-old Kinsey, right? Oh, I yes. liked this boy in my class, right? And at lunch, my friends found out about it. And there was this dance coming up, right? And so my friends found out that I liked this boy and I wanted to ask him to the dance. And so they were pressuring me. They were asking me all these questions. They were like, oh, my goodness, Kenzie, you should just go up and ask him out. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that because I'm terrified of people. (laughs) And they kept pressuring. They're like, well, what if we just asked for you? And um, I was just curious to see what would happen if they would actually do it. And they took it and they actually did it. (gasps) So they went up to him and asked. And uh, he said no. <laughs> but get this. I had to sit next to him for our next class period. No. And our next class period was a two-hour class. And so I had to sit next to him for that entire time. And when I tell you that was the most awkward I think I'd ever felt in my entire life, I was so embarrassed. It was, it was terrible. That's awful. I have kind of a similar story. So I had kind of the same thing happen where... I was kind of pressured into telling everyone who I liked, except for the fact that I didn't like him mm. and I didn't have a crush, but it was a gr- group of friends who were like, you have to like someone. And I was right. like, okay, fine. And they guess this guy's name. And I was like, sure, whatever. And they go, okay, we're going to go tell him. Oh, And no. I didn't know what to do because my brain was like, there's two options. Instead of like the two options being like, tell them not to or tell them, the two options were either I have to tell them that I lied and embarrass myself. Or I have to let them, even though I easily could have just been like, no, no, like, don't tell him. It's okay. So anyways, I let them go and tell them. Oh, then that same year, we had a slow dancing, bottom dancing class that we had to take as like a PE thing. You know, they like in fifth grade, they make you do whatever. Right. You know? They're like, oh, you, you'll use in the future. And you're like, for my wedding, not now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And he was my partner. And oh, no. I couldn't just like look him there in the eye and be like, hey, by the way, I don't like you. So I just had to pretend, I had, not even pretend, I had to just do something. He didn't like me back. So it oh, was just yeah. like a very awkward of like, he thinks I like him. I don't like him. I, but I know that he thinks this is awkward. So I feel awkward. Right. And it was just a whole thing. I'm so glad that we switched. Like we switched partners halfway through. Like, oh, that's Because ballroom dancing is kind of, that's how you do it. So it wasn't like the whole time I'd be with him. But it was definitely a point where I was like... <sighs> No, I hate yeah. this. There's always a pressure, like in middle school especially, to be liking somebody. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and it didn't matter if you liked anybody or not, but your middle school brain was like, oh, I have to have a crush on somebody, otherwise I'm not complete. Yeah, <laughs> that, for that was sure. not true, but 
Yeah, I think it was also just from people because you felt not normal if you didn't have one. It it also made it worse because I talked to a lot of guys because I had a brother. So I was like, these are like my brothers. And they right. were like, no, you have a crush on all of them. And so that's what kind of ruined it for me is I was like, I don't want to date any of these people, but I have to like them. And this, I guess this feeling of liking someone is what they're talking about as relationship. But then mm. you like realize later, you're like, oh no, that's the same feeling I have whenever I talk to a friend that's a girl. You know what right. I mean? It's like, oh, so there's no difference. I just friends with these guys right so it's kind of like a weird moment in middle school where you have to like becoming <laughs> like, <laughs> right you don't a full like you're like I, need, I can write an essay about this yeah it's like the hot take is like what do you think boys and girls can be friends i had a lot of moments like that where i was so like flirtatious and well no friendly but like people took us flirtatious so then guys specifically would think that i liked them and I couldn't really just be like, no, I don't. Because let's be honest with ourselves, not one of them, middle school, non-narcissistic, narcissistic little kids would have been like, oh, I guess she doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, no. But Sarah, you talked to me three times yesterday. <laughs> and I'd be like, yes, because we were in a class together. Right. And it's what we do. I actually had a guy put his hand on my leg. Oh. Um, and I didn't know what to do, so I didn't kick it off. Because I was like, I don't know what to do. And he took that as me liking him. Oh, and I was goodness. like, nope, just scared just scared that sounds like my level of delusion now like that's that's bad i'm on the same level as a middle school boy that's so bad (laughs) it's like eye contact oh my gosh he wants to marry me (laughs) my friends are all like that i had a guy that i really liked and every single one of them were like he's in love with you and i was like no guys we haven't even talked yet and they're like nope he's in love and i was like got it yeah. You're right. You have to be right. right. Y'all y'all only want what's best for me. Exactly. When your friends are just as delusional as you are and so they keep feeding into it, it's great. It's just over. <laughs> it's great. You're not getting anywhere ever <laughs> if you only feed into it. But honestly, yeah, I've had some times where I've like ran through and talked with some of my friends and girls and they only feed into your delusions. But it's worse when you talk to a guy about your delusions because they will never feed into it. Right. And you're like, you're like, well, he looked at me. And they're like, yeah, because you were in his way. Right. And that's a normal human thing to do. It's like, oh, you're right. You'll never get more humbled than when you talk to one of your guy friends about your delusions. And they're just like, no, they shut you down immediately. <laughs> it's like, it's like, no, that did not happen. Wrong, actually. <laughs> yeah. He looked your way because he was coughing and he had to look into his shoulder. Right. That had nothing to do with you. Right. He held the door open because he's a nice person. Like, that was not special. I promise you. He complimented your shoes because he liked them. Not right. because he liked you. There's a difference. <laughs> Learn it. Exactly. Oh, no, they're amazing, though. I love being delusional because I don't have any, like, relationship stories that, like, actually happened. It's mostly a delusion. It was mostly one-sided. It was all one-sided. Let's let's be so for real, right? Do you want a relationship story? Yes, Okay. I do. So, um, this one actually happened really recent. So, there's this guy that I really like. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of talking to my mom about it, who's also an extrovert, as I've said. And I was talking to her, and I... It's like, oh my gosh, this guy's really sweet. Da da da. He's amazing. And then she's like, oh my gosh, yeah, you can't find nice guys these days. And I was like, yeah, okay. Don't feed into my delusions. I'm already terrified of liking this guy. <laughs> and then I go, yeah. And he said he really likes when I talk. And my mom was like, oh, you got to marry him. Oh my goodness. <laughs> anyway, so if you want an extrovert, compliment how much they talk because they will love you. 
right? They will marry you on the spot. <laughs> it's like, ring right here. It's like, will you listen to me talk? That's crazy. No, he has the audacity to look me in the eyes and go, Sarah, I love listening to you talk. I love listening to your rants. I love, and I was like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, marry me. What's next? Like, <laughs> let's start planning a future together. What are we doing? Right? Why are we just standing here? <laughs> Like, what am I supposed to do now? Oh, my goodness. If somebody were to tell me they loved the way I talked, like, I think I would take that about the same way. I'd be like, really? Because I think I sound crazy when I talk because I don't know how to talk to people. So I just keep rambling until something makes sense. And so if you enjoy that, then great. I think that might be a mutual thing, but it might be only extroverts that get the talkative one because y'all only get talkative when you know someone. Right. Which is terrifying because you'll be hanging out with someone for months and they'll be kind of like quiet kept themselves like i'm not gonna really talk to anyone and then randomly they'll just be like do you think dinosaurs exist or do you think they're just hidden away and you're like where did that come from (laughs) why did you ask that question you've never asked weird questions right and now we're on a topic about elephants and why they aren't chickens and i don't know how we're going this topic right and you're like i don't know when you got comfortable with me but i don't know if i want it to go back or not right i think that's funny because like since we're roommates it's like i basically we're basically married you know yeah and so do. that's our relationship story is that we're married and so i think the moment like when i started being able to talk to you about random things i think it took you back a little bit because i remember i just walked in one day i was like you want to hear a story it's like you want to know what just happened well i also remember my friend group who like you were friends with at the very beginning that you would leave to our room and we would talk about the dumbest things and then we'd come out and my, our friends would be like, oh my gosh, Kenzie's the cutest thing ever. And I was like, I mean, yeah, but she's also a little insane. It's like she was just talking about like how she wanted to murder somebody. I don't know how y'all think it's the same Kenzie, but whatever. Right. Like I'd be like barely mean to you and all my friends would be like, Sarah, she would never. And I was like, what do you mean? She threatened to kill me in my sleep last night. Like, what are we talking about? Maybe not that extreme, but like. It hurts that extreme. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think the funniest part is like how we have a child right like you know our child oh yes <laughs> yes the skeleton right so this is kind of off topic of relationships but like we have a skeleton right and so one day i was just like sarah you know what i really want to go do let's just drive to home depot pick up one of those four foot tall skeletons and bring them back to our room yes and so we did his name is jerry um, and so that was like my marriage moment where I can't imagine my poor future spouse, like he's going to have to deal with a skeleton <laughs> living in our house. Oh my gosh. No, but to be fair, I did have a moment where it was like 10 p.m. at night and I was like, I really want a Dr. Pepper. And I just start getting out and you were like, Sarah, you can't get Dr. Pepper this late. And I like immediately like go the quickest I can, jump up out of bed and like put on my shoes. And you were like, oh, right now? And I was like, yeah, I'm going now. And you were like... <laughs> Okay, and I was like, you coming? And you just were like, wait, no, wait, with me? Oh, okay, and you were just trying to put your shoes on too. And that was great. That was a moment where I was like, wow, she's insane for liking me as a roommate. Yeah. Or like every time, whenever we had to fill out those like forms that was like, do you want to keep your roommate? Mm -hmm. And you threatened me, told my friends, and they were like, as she should. She should threaten she you. Should. And I was like, guys, I was going to stay with her. I wasn't going to move. I think it'd break everyone's heart. They'd be like, why would she do? Or like everyone was planning on switching roommates at the end of the year. And as soon as it was you, everyone's like, oh, yeah, she has Kinsey. Like it was like, she's not moving. And I was like, what if I wanted to? <laughs> I don't have that choice anymore. No, you don't I don't want to. But no. what, if, what if it was a toxic roommate ship? Roommate? Roommate ship? Roommates. 
toxic marriage. Yeah. Toxic marriage. That's what we're going with. Yeah. Okay. Now I do have a question. Yes. We've said you have no relationships. Why do you think it takes you a while to like warm up to people? I think, well, one for relationships, I think it was just the way I was raised, like the way that my parents told me like how to go about it because they would just wanted to be careful. But also, I think it's just hard for me to get that close to somebody because I think about things very deeply. Yeah. And so if I like somebody, it has to be very special and mm-hmm. I have to be very comfortable with them. Otherwise, it's scary. Even with friendships, like it's scary to be able to open up about it, like open up about things to them. But like, especially if there's feelings involved, I think that makes things very difficult to be able to open up to someone about. The worst thing about dating someone is that they know so much about you. Mm-hmm. Like there's a song that goes something like, now we're strangers, but with memories. Yeah. And that, like, I don't even know that song. And I know that lyric and it ripped me apart. Like right. I just saw it on like TikTok or something stupid where I was like, because oh. like, I didn't even care about the breakup, but the fact that like he knows so much about me stresses me out. Like now we don't know each other. We don't talk to each other. Right. I barely have his number in my phone. I only keep it because I have anxiety. Oh, no. And I'm like, what if he needs me and I'm his only person that he can call? Oh, no. But like, I don't follow social media or anything, but like that line, I was like, oh my gosh, he knows so much about me. Like right. he knows like, I don't even know what he knows, but he knows something. And it's like, <laughs> it's like losing a best friend. Like right. I lost a best friend in I think fifth grade and like it broke my heart, fifth or sixth grade. Because I was like, well, now I see her and like August 31st will come around and I'll be like, it's her birthday. And it was like fifth grade. But it like sucks because having to watch her grow up from an arm's length. And it like sucked because it was like we used to wake up at 5 a.m. and get ready for church, which is a Mm -hmm. weird thing that I would never do. Right. Um, Love church. Love God. Not that much. Not at 5 (laughs) a.m. Not at 5 a.m. God knows. Okay. He made me. (laughs) So it's it's definitely a weird feeling of like knowing someone but not knowing them anymore. Right. Yeah. And also like, oh, the worst thing is, is both of them, best friend and ex-boyfriend, we both have mutual friends. And so it's like worse to hear like, oh, did you hear what he did today? And I'll be like, no, we're not. And they'll be like, oh, right. Sorry. You're not. Right. Y'all aren't close anymore. And like that sucks. Or, like, with her, too, it was like, oh, my gosh, well, I was hanging out with her yesterday, and you're like, hmm, I wish I could. But that ship has sailed. Yeah. Sadly, without me. Yeah. It's on the dock. <laughs> Which is, like, you kind of look back, and you're like, I'm glad that they're gone, but it's just sucked that I have to keep the memories. Right. It's like the fear of being known a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's hard. People are hard to get along with at times, and so it's hard to open up sometimes. Yeah, I think there's definitely the more you have trouble opening up and the more people don't try to help you open up, the more you close. If yeah. that makes sense. For sure. So you like sit there and if someone's like, if you're like, no, I don't want to tell you right now. And they're like, oh, they respond badly. Then you're like, well, why would I open up to you? And then there's another brick to that wall. Right. And it like sucks. And you're like, dang it. Yeah. I just want someone to love me. <laughs> someone please. <laughs> someone love me. Gosh, darn it. <laughs> so that segues into our um, <clears throat> dating hotline. So Kenzie and Sarah are <laughs> opening it up. So if you guys have any prospects that you'd like to mention, <laughs> go ahead and send them in. <laughs> we'll have a Google form at the end of this. Thing. Yes, you can Nominate. submit your applications. <laughs> no shot. That's insane. <laughs> that was great. Oh my gosh. So what I'm looking for is <laughs> I just list them off right now. <laughs> It'll be in the Google form actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Checklist. Um you don't have to have all of them, but I would prefer most of them. Right. It's like 
as long as you love Jesus, that's as long as you love Jesus, and you have a sense of humor, and I can bully you just a little bit. You can bully me; it's okay, it's fine, and whatever. But like, (laughs) I will be bullying you. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Only feelings hurt in this place. Right. Right. Amen. Only sarcasm. (laughs) Amen, Amen, sister. Amen. Wild. That's insane. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, we'll put the Google form in, so it's okay. They'll, Sounds good. They'll know. They'll know. <laughs> you didn't even have to put it. That's why people watch this episode, actually. It exactly. Was, it was like, how do we become Kenzie and Sarah's boyfriend? Exactly. That's yeah. the only reason. No, not even boyfriend. Fiance. Husband. Right, right. They're exactly. looking for the long game. Exactly. <laughs> That's wild. Okay. Imagine. What is your perfect guy? Like, you don't have to do, like, f- physical descriptions, but, like, oh, if you were to have a guy. Man, I think just being able to talk about things that we both enjoy, I think that's a huge thing, is uh, just having someone I can relate to and having someone I can vent to and trust with my deepest, darkest secrets. Obviously, not literally, but... Um, what deep secrets do you a lot. We can't get into that in this podcast, but that's the next episode. <laughs> that's guys. the next episode. Is all of Kenzie's committed crimes? No, just kidding. <laughs> well, there was one, but I broke out of jail for that one, so right. I think we're all good. We're I don't think bail. that one counts. Yeah, no. If you get bailed out, it doesn't count. No, I mean you broke out. Oh, right, right. If no. I break out, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. Just like Monopoly. <laughs> just like I got a jail out of jail free card. Exactly. I don't they didn't take it, so I just did it myself. Exactly. Okay, go on. <laughs> but, Perfect guy. <laughs> but yeah, and just being able to um, feel comfortable with them, be able to talk about anything, which is funny that I say talk so much. It's like... You're not supposed to want to talk. I'm not supposed to want that. Dang it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what you are? You're an introvert. Exactly. No, everyone has their <laughs> introverted and extroverted points. And I think that the opposite side comes out when they're dating someone, or especially when they're alone. Right. Because I feel like what I want in a guy is someone that will listen to me, first of all, but also that I can listen to. Right. I would love a guy that I can just kind of talk to. And I always said that I would need to date someone that's introverted for the reason of, like, whenever they get alone, they'll become extroverted and I'll become introverted. Yeah. But now I'm good with, like, whatever. But I just want to be able to talk to them. Yeah. Too extroverted, too extroverted. I'm like, I cannot handle that many talking in the middle of me uh, too much i <laughs> know and also it doesn't help because if someone's loud then i get louder than them like that's just how i work right and so every time i'm like around really loud people i also become really loud so i need to work on that but also i can never date that yeah that's fair be a really loud household <laughs> that's so true what did you say i'm just like screaming my head off oh yeah and then our kids would be even worse. Oh, those poor kids. <laughs> Not poor us. No, they're poor fine. Kids. They're fine. They're teachers, pastors, daycare workers. Yeah. Cry. Yeah. We'll ruin them. <laughs> Babysitters. Oh, man. There was a book. This is so off topic. There's a book called like Humphrey or something. And it's like about a hamster that goes home. It's a class pet. And it goes home to each kid's house. And it's actually a really cool book because it'd be like, there's a really loud kid who can't stop yelling. But mm-hmm. then he goes to the house and the TV's always turned on and all their family's talking loud. Oh, so it's like yeah. they they always get in trouble for talking really loud, but they can't help it because that's what they're raised in. Right. There was one where they were really quiet or something. And so like the reason was, was because they never had family at home. Like mm-hmm. like their mom always worked. Anyways, mm-hmm. I always think about the book every once in a while, but like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because I'm really loud because my family's really loud. Yeah. But some people like you meet their family and you're like, oh, that's why you're quiet, or that's mm-hmm. why you're this, that's why you're that. So, yeah, you can tell a lot by someone, by their family, especially their relationships. Wild stuff we're getting. Philosophers here. We are philosophers. You know what else is a philosopher? Buzzsprout. 
That's where you can find our <laughs> podcast <laughs> weekly. <laughs> Thank you. I really tried on that one. I actually wasn't planning it. And then I was like, this is going to be really funny. That for me, only for me too. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Ken's might like it, but especially me. Exactly. That was great. Okay. Buzzsprout. Yes, you can find it as well as Spotify. Our socials are also in the description as well as on the website page. Yes, we'll leave the Google form in there as well. Yes, yes, yes. So you guys can find that. The Google form. <laughs> um, weekly, every Monday. Yes. Catch us. Yeah. Catch us. Catch us. Catch. <laughs> I mean, we can be your catch. It's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Oh, goodness. We'll catch y'all later, though. So. <laughs> or you can catch us. You can catch us. On Social Spectrum. On the Social Spectrum. Thanks for listening. <laughs>